Welcome to the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to feature a conversation with my admissions colleague, Mark Paolo Guzman. Uh, Mark Paolo is a two-time guest here on the Experience Darden Podcast, and he and I recently sat down to talk a little bit more about our latest diversity conference, which just wrapped up this past weekend, as well as the upcoming consortium deadline for those targeting uh, the first consortium deadline. You're going to want to check out this episode. Mark Paolo shares lots of great admissions insights and tips uh, for consortium applicants. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Mark Paolo Guzman. Mark Paolo, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Brett. I should probably say welcome back to the podcast. This is your second appearance here on the Experience Darden podcast. Uh, so congratulations. Thank you. So um, for those listeners who did not hear your earlier interview, tell us about you. Who are you and uh, what's your role here at Darden? Great. So my name is Mark Paolo Guzman. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, his, and I'm the Associate Director for Diversity Recruitment here at Darden. I've been here for about two years um, before that, I worked at the University of Virginia undergrad side of things, uh, working for multicultural affairs. Um, worked there for six years before coming here and focusing heavily on the diversity pipelines here at Darden. So it's been a very busy few months here at Darden. Uh, yes. We've had uh, one Darden week. We just wrapped up the diversity conference, which you were uh, very much involved with. Um, so let's start with one Darden week. Uh, some of our listeners may not be as familiar uh, with this week. Um, what is one Darden week? Uh, what does it look like? Yeah. So one Darden week was put together by our Vice President of Darden Student Association, Jade Palomino, um, who's a second year, um, really focusing on um, diversity and inclusion here at Darden. Um, so it's a week-long set of events, um, starting off with a Darden pledge that we started this year. Um, we created the pledge to make sure that we are committed to diversity and inclusion, um, and students got the chance to sign that in the morning um, of, of the first day of the week. And it was important for students to think about diversity and inclusion and to make a, a verbal commitment to it. And so um, we had people read the pledge and then sign it in the morning. It's exciting to see the full community come together. Obviously, there's a lot of people that are involved in One Darden Week, and it obviously such great energy during that week. People ask, you know, you talk with prospective students a lot about what the culture and community is like here. Um, what, what stands out to you about that week and, and what, what happens? Yeah. So one of the major things about that week is that it talks about diversity from a very broad and holistic lens. So it's not just about um, ethnic and racial diversity, but we asked different different clubs um, to identify as affinity clubs or career clubs to talk more broadly and to sponsor events about diversity and inclusion because it's a whole group responsibility um, and not just the affinity clubs. And so we had the Darden Military Association. We had other career clubs sponsoring classes or courses on um on class, on gender, on um, being an international student and the culture shock you have by being um, a new a new um, person here in the United States. Um, and so it was exciting to see so many diverse groups of people come together, um, people who you might not expect to be at a diversity and equity and inclusion type of event. Well, certainly, you know, you think about these events, uh, getting people to think about uh, issues or topics that that will have relevance for them well beyond their their two years here mm-hmm. at Darden. One Darden week, and certainly this emphasis on diversity and inclusion seems like one of those one of those things. Um, we like to believe, you know, as admissions uh, committee members, that we're identifying students who are curious about 
uh, about uh, other people, want to learn from other people, about other cultures, other perspectives. We actually added a, an essay question on the application this year that, that asked about diversity. Um, what, you know, that question, obviously new for this year, um, what's exciting to you about that being part of our application? Yeah, I think the way we do um, the case method and um, we really rely on different pe- people's experiences in the classroom, we need to know that people who come to Darden are able to speak about difference, are able to learn from one another and be open to different perspectives. And so that question is a big signal to the learning experience that we have at Darden that it, it um, requires people to be open to different perspectives and different worldviews um, and to know how to work with difference. And so that's um, a huge signal to those um, coming to Darden. Yeah, I think it's important, as you note, from a value standpoint. And uh, case method really does break down if you don't feel like you have anything to learn from the people in, in, in the room with you. So it's interesting. I don't know if you get this question a lot from prospective students. I, I feel like I've been, ha- been having quite a few phone conversations lately mm. where people are asking, you know, like, what are we looking for in the admissions process? And I, and I, always, I always stress that we're always thinking about that classroom dynamic. You know, who will you be? What kind of teammate will you be? Classmate will you be? What perspective will you bring? But are you also open to learning from others? Yeah. Well, the whole point of the case method is this peer learning, peer teaching model. And if people aren't ready to be both, um, it's not a place for them. And so I think that this type of question gets a little bit deeper into how do you learn from people of uh, diverse background, people who are different from you, and how do you also teach about yourself? So diversity conference, we're in year two of the diversity conference last year. I see a great event. I'm always struck by how far people travel for this uh, for this event. Do you want to talk about uh, some of the places where people came from uh, for this year's yeah. diversity conference? I mean, I saw people from the West Coast, um, from far north as, as New Hampshire and Boston, uh, some, some from Florida and Texas. So I'm pretty excited to see how many people come from all across the country. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic event. Um, for many of our prospective students, uh, Charlottesville is, is new to them. Um, mm-hmm. They have not spent time here. The University of Virginia is new. Um, they may know about the school generally, but haven't, haven't spent time on grounds. And it's a, it's a great uh, couple of days uh, for folks. Do you, do you want to talk a little bit more about the programming of this year's event? Yeah. We like to make sure we're doing a good balance of being here on grounds at Darden, um, but also getting out into the community. So we actually have a chance for them to go to the downtown pedestrian mall, um, here in Charlottesville and experience nightlife. Um, we actually bring them out all the way to a vineyard about 20 minutes away in Crozet called King Family Vineyard to, ex- to experience a nice fall day um, out in the vineyard. Um, and so while they're on grounds, we get to experience um, student life, um, being in a classroom, um, understanding what it means to be a Darden student from uh, case prep to being in social settings, and talking to our different faculty members and staff members, uh, really focused on the idea that, um, that learning in the case method is very conducive to, um, to the business acumen that some people might, might, might fear that it might be not focused on hard skills. And it was, it, it was really exciting to see people learn about in, impact investing and finance through the case that we had with Elena, um, and to really understand that you can learn, um, hard, financial skills through the case method. Um, we had our new assistant dean for diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, Christy Julian, share her new role um, along with um, Chief Diversity Officer Martin Davidson about their goals and mission for diversity and inclusion here at Darden. Um, and they were able to talk to a lot of students who helped plan the event and to help them truly understand why Darden is the place for them. 
the thing that I'm always struck about with Diversity Conference um, is that it is much like uh, One Darden Week, a, a community event. It's not just admissions. Uh, it's not just admissions and faculty. It's admissions, faculty, staff, students, everybody coming together. Uh, think of it as a great example of how important diversity is here. Yeah, and this year we actually had alumni come back. That was a, a new piece of um, our, our schedule that we added, and we worked with um, a handful of uh, corporate sponsorships who had um, Darden alum who wanted to come back and share their experiences with us, um, from being a diverse student here at Darden to then being someone of a diverse background in the work force and um, understanding what it means to be a woman, a person of color, a queer person um, in industry. It was really interesting for students to hear and um, gain insight from. I imagine those conversations were really, really fascinating. What were some of the takeaways that you had from from listening to the conversations over, over the course of uh, yeah. the event? I think I was excited to hear how much um, things like the case method and the tight-knit community here translate past the two years. Um, students are are not only learning the hard skills here at Darden, but they're learning to um, be confident and to take a stance on an opinion or to have a lot of information um, thrown at them um, and come out with something to synthesize the, the information with. Um, they're very quick and very confident in their opinions, um, and that's why I think um, – our, our students do really well after they get um, their MBA here. I also think that students get a lot of experience working with folks who are different than them, yes. uh, do not share their background, uh, you know, both in the, in the classroom and the learning team setting. Um, you, you interact with others so much that uh, when you're on a team and your future job and you have a lot of different people in the room, uh, you know how to navigate that and you know how to be mindful and thoughtful and, and empathetic as you think about other people's experiences and, and what they bring to the table. Yeah, and I think one thing that the students really get out of of um, the business education here at Darden that, they, that translates into the real world is how much they bring the human aspect of business um, into their work. And um, it came out a lot in the cases. It came out a lot, a lot in the alumni perspectives is how much they're focusing on um, the person, the human. Um, and so it was really cool to, to hear experiences that were not just to be create, uh, to be get more profit or um, minimize costs, um, but the impact was, was more on how, um, how they impacted the community or how they're really looking at the human aspects of business rather than things like machine learning that might focus on data or number sets and stuff like that. Well, that's certainly consistent with uh, Darden's overall, you know, you know purpose. You, know, you think about um, what the school is about. You know, there's a lot of talk about responsible leadership and ethics is a required part of the curriculum mm -hmm. combined with you have uh, Ed Freeman here, uh, one of the real, real founders of the stakeholder theory versus you know, the idea that you have stakeholders that you're trying to create value for, not just not just shareholders. So there's a lot here um, uh, that aligns with that. So I, I think if a student is interested in business as a force for a greater good or mm -hmm. uh, has this broader purpose in mind as, as part of their MBA journey, that's a great place to be. Yeah. Um, the case that we had focused on um – a, an impact investing case that people were really uh, able to think about their values and how it relates to business. Um, we also had a case by Laleen Anik to focus on gender-based marketing and how we could use marketing to really change perceptions and to, to move um, society forward. And so it's not just about, um, again, making more money. It's about how do we change minds and uh, move us forward in society. 
Uh, both um, both things that seem to be very much on the minds of prospective students. I, I know you interact with a number of prospective students. I feel like in my conversations, people are always asking about uh, whether it's social impact, uh, social entrepreneurship, uh, corporate social responsibility. Um, people want to be engaged with these careers, uh, these paths that that are a blend of, of both business and values. Um, the path to, to those kind of jobs may, may be a little bit trickier, um, but there is a path, and, and you can get there. Um, is, that, is that something that resonates with you as you yeah. talk to prospective students? A lot of students are wondering how they can, they can think about their values and their philosophies and, and impact um, with a business degree. And a lot of our students are going to get jobs in, in, in companies that are focusing on social entrepreneurship, social innovation, social impact. And so it's really cool that people are putting their passions um, along with, with doing, doing well. A quick plug for another podcast episode we did, an earlier episode, uh, with NetImpact, one of our student organizations here. Uh, we talked about corporate social responsibility and sort of the path to a, a role like that. And the students were pretty clear. It's difficult to land that job uh, straight out of business school. What you try to do is find a company whose values align with yours or, or who are active in this kind of space. And obviously, there's, there seems to be some opportunity uh, there. And then you get there. In network, you know, try to find a way in through through that. And I thought that was really, really insightful um, and, and great advice. So if, if this conversation about you know values and and social impact and you know, brand, all of that really aligns with you, check out that episode. So Mark Paulo, busy time of year for you. Um, we're recording this on the Monday after Diversity Conference. I'm sure uh, you were hoping for a day off, and we brought you in for the <laughs> in, in for the podcast. Glad to do it. Um, it's also uh, the first consortium deadline, and uh, that's an exciting time, too. Uh, you work closely with our consortium students. Um, some of our listeners may not know much about the consortium. Do you want to talk a little bit more about what the consortium is? Sure. So the consortium is a group of 20 schools that is focused on diversity and inclusion, and it's a pipeline program for diverse backgrounds to the MBA program. Um, and so there's a way for students to apply to up to six different schools in one common application, um, and the uh, consortium also signals um, to a lot of schools that they're interested also in competing for fellowships and scholarships. And so we're excited to be a part of the group. Uh, we bring in around 35 to 36 students a year um, who are focused on diversity and inclusion. Um, we bring them over to an orientation program every summer uh, with the 19 other business schools um, to learn more about what it means to be a diverse um, person in the MBA programs that they're at, um, but also to start recruiting and um, um, working with businesses early on. So if I'm a, I'm a prospective student interested in learning more about the consortium or figuring out if I'm a potentially a good fit, how do, I, how do I do that? Yeah, there are a couple of ways. So I would say the first is going on to the consortium website. So the cgsm.org really shows the, the mission and vision of the consortium, who they're looking for, what types of backgrounds and passions they're looking for from the students. Um, and then you can also check us out at some of our consortium MAPS events. So there are consortium MBA application preparation summit. Seminars, um, all across the country that really focus on the mission and vision of the consortium, but also how to really maximize the application process. And you also talked about OP, Orientation Program, um, which is a tremendous opportunity. So this is obviously for, for students who um, have been admitted to a business school through the cons consortium members, um, admitted to a business school. It happens prior to the start of, of, of the first year. Um, you want to talk about what this in entails? It's an incredible event. Yeah, it's about a four to five day program 
the first day really focuses on the individual school. So the entire cohort comes together to learn more about each other, to learn more about our um, mission and vision from a school perspective. And then you get to meet the other 19 schools. Um, and so you get to see the larger consortium network, the network that you'll be with the rest of your life because it is a lifelong membership. Um, and then you start connecting with different companies and industry leaders who are focusing on, on diversity and inclusion. Um, and I think it's a good place to start recruiting as well. It's a good um, entry point for recruitment. Some students even find their jobs yeah. uh, through OP, which is incredible. Yeah, right before you even start classes. <laughs> <laughs> Makes that first year potentially a little, a little bit easier. Um, so the consortium process, as, as you noted, uh, one application to six schools, save you a little bit of money um, and maybe some, some time. Um, what are some tips that you have uh, for consortium applicants? Uh, it's obviously a, a unique process. Um, what would you share with them? Yeah, I, I think it's an important um, process to really spend a lot of time in and um, it is a common application, but there are different uh, supplemental essays that you have to do for each school. Um, so I think it's important for you as an applicant to really know each school, um, visit each school, and really understand whether or not it's a perfect fit. Because it is still, while it is cheaper, it's still money. Um, and so I wouldn't waste an application on there. And so to really understand whether or not the school makes sense to you and that you can really be personable and personal in the essays. Um, because it could be very easy to just apply to a set number of six schools and not really have a personal touch with them. Um, and so I think that it's important for students to have visited, have connected with each of the students from schools and staff members and admissions offices from each school. And so I think coming to something like the diversity conference or a class visit here at Darden um, really shows to us that um, you've just – you've done – um, more than the bare minimum of supplying. Um, you've connected with one of our students, with our faculty and staff members, um, and really see yourself here. Um, I think it also helps you as an applicant really know how well you want to rank or preference your schools because at the end of the day, and you're able to rank your schools based off of um, how much you really want to get into them um, and how much you really want to go to them. Um, that really uh, starts to play a role with, with scholarship later on. So there are a number of ways to connect with us. You talked about class visits, uh, diversity conference. We do events all over the all over the place, uh, whether it's case discussion or a smaller event like a coffee chat, uh, which is typically a small group event with an admissions officer. Uh, we also have uh, webinars. We do online events. We have phone conversations. Uh, so lots of lots of ways to learn about about Darden. I think as an admissions committee, we enjoy making ourselves available in the, in that way because uh, this is a small school. Mm -hmm. And uh, we really want to get to know students through the process. Yeah, I think um, every aspect of the Darden experience is very personable, very conversational. And that's how the case method is. That's how um, learning uh, and really working in a, a learning team is. And so we want to make sure we're able to connect with you one-on-one -on -one in some way, whether it is on the phone or, or through a webinar, but also um, in person by visiting or going to a networking reception. Um, there, There's a multitude of ways to really connect with us. And that's really how we can gauge whether or not this is a perfect fit because this is all about the one-to-one -one connection. Yeah, I've enjoyed um, having the conversations because I, I do think there's you – know, obviously there's a practical value uh, in just you know 
taking 15 minutes to talk with a prospective student. But I also think that there's a certain metaphorical aspect to it, right? This is a place where you're not going to be an abstraction. You're not just going to be a number. People are going to know you, take an interest in you. And even if we can demonstrate that in a small way through the admissions process, I think I think it underscores uh, the fact that students are priorities here. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a human scale to the yeah. Darden experience. I'd say even everything from the application, every application gets read by multiple people. It's not just a computer making cuts. Um, our interview style, we're pretty transparent about how we do our interviews. It's all about you as an individual, not about your resume. Or, um, and so we're not looking at that. We're looking at you to be able to create conversation and share a narrative and share your story. And that's what Darden is, is exchanging stories and being able to um, add to the Darden narrative. I think uh, for some candidates, the interview is a little bit trickier just because you're used to that behavioral interview style, tell me about a time when, you know, or what's the hardest thing for you, et cetera, et cetera. The questions go on from there. As you noted, uh, our interviews are are conversational in nature, and and oftentimes the applicant is talking a fair amount um, (laughs) in in those interviews. Um, Are there any tips that you share with people? We're about to sort of move into round one interviews or start doing interview review and then inviting people for interviews uh, in the coming weeks. Any, Any tips that you share? Yeah. I'd say just relax and really know yourself in this process. It's your story. It's you know it best. So um, I think when you really show confidence and um, humility in your story, it really shows to us that you can really be a, a member of the Darden community. Um, I think, the, the, again, the story and the narrative is important. Um, if you're able to share your perspectives and your backgrounds, your expertise in the classroom, um, it should come out through the the interview as well. Um, and so make sure your story lines up, all the, all the, um, um, everything makes sense and, um, uh, there are no gaps in your story. And so maybe practice it a couple of times with your friends, just sharing your story. Um, it's about a 35 to 40 minute interview. It's not going to only be you speaking. It's hopefully a conversation between you and the interviewer. Um, but it is a, a good amount of time just you sharing your story chronologically from the very beginning and really highlighting areas that you really stand out as a leader, as a team member, um, as a community member. You're right. The, the pacing is important. Uh, you don't have all day. Uh, you don't have hours. <laughs> you have about 35 to 40 minutes. So you want to really figure out you know, what you want to highlight and if there are opportunities to talk about your leadership, global experiences you've had. Um, mm-hmm. I always enjoy talking with people about their hobbies and interests. Yeah. Um, you know, Every interviewer has his or her own style, but um, that's such a luxury to be able to sit with an applicant and really have uh, him or her share with us who they are, and, and you get a great feel for someone. So obviously an important part of our, our application process for candidates for whom we're considering admission. So um, so here we are, a consortium deadline on, on the horizon. Um, obviously admission cycle really heating up. Um, any tips you'd want to share with our listeners out there who may be you know, working on a consortium application or, or thinking about round two at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, it can be very easy to get stressed out and um, nervous about the process. Uh, I think it's a good place to really understand yourself more, um, to really know your strengths, areas of growth, um, to really be confident in areas that you have really excelled in the past few years. And so take this time to really get to know yourself and to understand the process. And it can be very easy to get caught up in the numbers and the scores and the tests and um, to take it one step at a time. The good thing about the Darden admissions experience is very holistic, and every school will say that, but we really believe um, that 
that you're more than just a specific data point uh, on the application. Um, I've um, worked with students who um, did really well here in the classroom and in in industry um, who I know didn't have the strongest set of scores or GPA. Um, and um, we really believe that it's not just those that really um, determine how well you do here or how well you do in, in the workforce. Yeah, great Great advice around uh, knowing yourself and, and what you want to share. I think oftentimes um, I'm going to blame the internet a little bit here. Uh, you know, sort of fora and forums, uh, different uh, conversations online. Uh, students can kind of get lost in, well, you need to do this and this. If you're applying to Darden, you do these three things, depending on what people are sharing uh, there in those conversations. But the reality is the best thing to focus on through this process is you mm-hmm. uh, and the story that you want to share with us. I always tell people the interview, uh, sorry, the application is uh, an introduction, right? It's it, at the end of the day, it should be you being the, the truest, most authentic version of yourself so that at the end of reviewing your application, we think, gosh, this is somebody I'd like to talk to more and learn mm-hmm. a little bit more about. That's where the interview comes in. Um, but it can be it can be hard for, for candidates to do that because I think you get pulled in a lot of different directions, a lot of a lot of different advice. But focus on you. I think yeah. it's the best best way to go. Yeah. So, Mark Paulo, uh, thank you so much for your time. I recognize it's been a really really active time for you. Anything that you're looking forward to in, in the coming weeks, coming yeah. months? Well, I'll be going to Ramba, which is reaching out for MBA LGBTQ conference in Atlanta in a few days. So I'll be there for a few days um, working on pre-MBA um, students as well as our current students will be interviewing for jobs there. Um, I'll also be in Atlanta doing coffee chats for just anyone who's in the area. Um, and I'll be also in New York doing some LGBTQ recruitment as well. All right. So you're always on the road. Yes. It seems like it. Love it. Yeah, it's great. Um, I, I, you do a great job, obviously, making time to talk with students who um, who want to learn more about Darden, you know, obviously, you know, between coffee chats and phone calls. I appreciate all, all, the, all that you do uh, to recruit students to Darden. Uh, thanks for all your hard work on the diversity conference. You know, year two sounds like even better than year one, which is a high bar to clear. <laughs> and um, uh, it's it's great obviously feeling like there's so much momentum right now behind the work that you're doing. Thank you so much for this time. I really appreciate it. And that was my conversation with Mark Paolo Guzman, Associate Director of Diversity Recruitment here at Darden and one of my admissions colleagues. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. And until next time, thanks for listening.